Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about the budget, the continuing resolution, it going to Biden, and what that means for the U.S. House of Representatives and the Republican Party inside of it. Because the Speaker of the House did, in fact, once again, rely on Democratic votes to get it through, further rendering that... Uh, the MAGA faction, the Twitter faction, the far-right faction of the Republican Party, rendering them more and more irrelevant. So, if you are unaware of what's going on, the, the U.S. government was up against a deadline to get a budget or a continuing resolution through. They went with a continuing resolution. It made it through the House and the Senate. It has been signed by Biden. The new government shutdown deadline is sometime in March. However, the far-right faction within the Republican Party, they didn't want to let it go through. That They wanted to obstruct and be disruptive with it. The Republican Speaker of the House, he didn't want a government shutdown because he has to try to maintain the majority in the House. And if there was a government shutdown, there was no way the Republicans were keeping the majority in 2024. So, he relied on Democratic votes to get it through. This, of course, upset the far-right faction, and they have started to realize that the Speaker is playing the long game and making them irrelevant. This is something we talked about when McCarthy was Speaker. If you want to remove the leverage of the Twitter faction of the Republican Party, just pass bills that you don't need their votes for. And that's what he's been doing. And they've kind of caught on. So this is something that was said from a portion of that uh, far-right faction. Once again, we passed a significant piece of legislation that keeps in place with predominantly Democrat votes, policies that were ran against and campaigned against. And this is where it gets interesting because the far-right faction has their new threat, I guess. This is what they plan on doing to counter the speaker. If you don't need our votes for the significant pieces of legislation that impact the country, that fund the government, and you're going to pass those with Democratic votes on suspension, then you shouldn't presume that you've got our votes for the meaningless messaging bills that are dead on arrival in the Senate. So, it appears that the far-right faction is now saying they will not vote in favor of far-right bills that have no, no chance of succeeding in the Senate. They're not going to vote for those anymore. Okay. Um, the Speaker of the House, I assure you, doesn't want those bills to pass. The Speaker doesn't actually look good if bills go to the Senate and then just die. That's not, that is not effective. That doesn't make the Speaker look good. Saying you're not going to vote for those, vote for those far-right bills that won't get anywhere in the Senate. That's not a threat. That's surrender. That's what he wants. 
Um, so they have started to figure out what he's doing, but they still haven't figured out how to counter it. Because by promising not to pass a bunch of far-right stuff that won't go anywhere, they're actually surrendering. They're saying, we'll come into line and stick with you know traditional conservative stuff, which is what he wants. That's what the speaker wants. Um, this is one of those moments where the far-right faction is kind of learning how to play the game because the political maneuvering that they've been using, that's not traditional D.C. politics, and it won't hold up for long. So now they're starting to see that the we demand everything doesn't actually work. Um, the new speaker, if Johnson stays on this course, eventually he will bring the far-right faction of the Republican Party the Twitter faction, bring them into line, or they'll retire. Um, he is definitely winning this little fight as of right now. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.